to thank um, Reverend Lee for that kind introduction. It got so good there for a while, I thought I was getting to wonder who he was talking about. <laughs> Heard a preacher say, I'm going to ask God to forgive him for saying all of that and forgive me for enjoying every bit of it. <laughs> Amen. I want to say um, publicly to Pastor Ventus and to New Mission, thank you so much uh, for allowing me to come and share with you my convictions about our Christ. I've just been blessed by being with you uh, these three nights. I can only hope and pray that something that has been said that will, as a matter of fact, what I'm hoping and praying is, is that revival will begin after tonight. Amen. And that God will have deposited something in our spirits that will enable us for the days to come. Amen. My brother used to say, uh, and I, I repeat it, he used to say he didn't come to do some better preaching, just to do some more preaching. And so I realized that uh, when it comes to preaching, uh, New Mission is well fed. Well fed, well fed, amen. There's one thing I don't have to worry about, you being well fed every Sunday. And you don't have to go anywhere looking for preaching. You got it right here. And so um, I'm just honored to have been able to spend this time with you and um, ask that you would continue to hold us up in your prayers. Certainly we will be praying for you. Amen. I've enjoyed the choirs from the past two nights. And I want to thank God tonight for a portion of our choirs from St. Mark. Amen. I want to thank God for Sister Cherry Martin sitting in for us tonight. Amen. And we, we appreciate that. Amen. And so we are grateful to God um, for what has transpired in this place. Amen. Amen. I want to call your attention tonight to the 15th chapter of the Gospel of St. Luke. The Gospel of St. Luke. When you have the time, I pray that you will um, read verses 11 through verse 32. And to expedite time tonight, I'll just start at verse number 11 and read a few of the following verses. This is probably one of the most familiar passages of Scripture in the entire Bible and especially in, in the New Testament. Luke chapter 15, beginning with verse number 11, and it reads this way. And he said, a certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. 
and he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country, and there wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land, and he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into the fields to feed swine. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat, and no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, how many hired servants of my fathers have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and I am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight and am no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to his servants, bring forth the best robe, put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet and bring hither the fatted calf and kill it and let us eat and be merry. Thank you so much. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> These past two nights, people have been kind enough to ask me, say, Pastor, are you going to sing? And you know, there used to be, there used to be a time when uh, I could sing. And since that, I'm trying not to blow my reputation. <laughs> Amen. I want to leave folk with good memories, you see. Amen. But there is a song on my heart tonight, and uh, it is appropriate for these times. The song says, in times like these, you need a savior. In times like these, you need an anchor. Be very, very, very sure. Your anchor holds and grips the solid rock. Now, I don't know what key or nothing like that, you know. <clears throat> in, <clears throat> in times like these, you need 
a Savior in times like these. You need an anchor. Be A solid rock in times just like these, you need the Bible in times like these. Don't be idle. Be very sure. Be Solid, a solid rock in times like these. I have a savior. In times like these, I have an anchor, and I'm very sure, I'm so very My anchor holds and grips a solid, solid rock. This rock is Jesus. the one this rock is Jesus I found out he's 
the only one I'm very sure I'm so very My, my anchor holds and grips a solid, a solid rock, this rock is Jesus I tried him he's the one this rock is Jesus he's the only so very sure I'm so very sure I'm so very sure my anchor holds thank you Lord and grips a solid solid rock Amen 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 Tonight we ask your prayers as we consider the subject God's lost and found God's lost and found. I don't believe that there is a greater love story in the Bible or in any literature that you might find today, be it sacred or secular. I don't think that you can find a greater love story than the story of the prodigal son. Jesus, in a dramatic fashion, tells of God's love, God's patience, and God's long-suffering, and God's concern about man in this passage of Scripture. Jesus intended to sow, first of all, the danger of self righteousness in the characterization not only of the prodigal son who leads home but of the elder brother who stays home quite often when we read or we discuss this particular parable we place so much emphasis on the younger son that we have a tendency to overlook the elder brother. 
But remember him, he, he plays an important role in this particular passage. He's the one that stayed at home. He did not go out and waste his substance. He did not go astray. He did not engage in wild and riotous living. He did not get involved with wine, women, and song. He stayed home. Amen. And so Jesus intends for us to learn from the text that it is just as dangerous to stay in the church as it is to go out and then come back. The theme of this particular passage is loss, loss. And, and Jesus intends to show us that God is the God of the lost. The Bible has within it mention of many lost things. Talks about lost sheep. Talks about lost children. Talks about lost hope. Lost love. Lost songs. Lost time. And the salt that has lost its saltiness. The theme of this passage before us is loss. Amen. David had us to know that there is no escape from God regardless of where we might go. We go up into heaven, he's there. We go to the uttermost parts of the earth, he's there. We make our bed in hell, behold, God is there. Amen. Now again, the theme of this story is loss. Jesus in this particular chapter tells us about three things that were lost. First of all, he talks about a lost sheep. Secondly, he talks about lost money. Thirdly, he talks about a lost son. Now, in the case of the sheep, the shepherd retraces his steps over the traveling that he has done and searches in every ravine, every mountainside, every valley until he regains the sheep that was lost. The woman who has lost one of ten coins sweeps in every corner of her house, under every bed and behind every door until she has found her lost coin. But ironically, with the lost son, there is not a word of anybody going out to look for the lost son. You see, in the case of the sheep, we have lost property. 
In the case of the lost coin, we have financial loss. In the case of the son, we have human loss. People go out looking to regain lost property. People will work double shifts to regain lost money. But we don't often hear about people bothering to try to regain lost sons, lost daughters, lost husbands, or lost wives, or even lost friends. The young man in this particular case of the prodigal son has become restless at home. According to the story, he has become a little impatient with the discipline and the order and the regulation of his home life. Actually, before he physically left, his heart had already departed. Amen. Amen. His heart had left home long ago. Amen. Amen. Now, understand that this idea of leaving, I try to remind folk at, at St. Mark and wherever I go, that leaving, that you don't have to leave the building to leave the church. You can come every Sunday and still be in a cycle of apostasy, falling away. Amen. His, his heart has left long ago. Now, what had happened was the far country had seduced his imagination. Amen. By day, all he thought about was the far country. At night, in his dreams, he ravished the idea of the, false, of the far country. Amen. And so he has a heart that is departing from home. Now, here he is. Um, his heart has grown alien to his home, alien to his situation, and the far country of excitement is beckoning to him. And so he goes to his father and petitions his father and says to him, give me all of the goods that fall to me. Now, it's important that we understand what he was saying. Essentially, he was saying to his father, I wish you were dead. Understand that custom and tradition stated clearly that you did not get an inheritance until the death of the father. And so essentially, he is saying to his father, I wish you were dead. I wish you were out of the way so that I could pursue a new life of my own. Amen. Amen. Now, 
if, it's that, if that is strange, it is even more strange the response of the father. Amen. For normally you would expect that the father would explode in anger at the request of his son. But the father, oh, don't miss the father. The father blows our minds. For his response is in a gentle and loving way to honor the wishes of his young son. And the Bible says, and he divided unto him his living. Amen. Amen. And so you see him with cold cash in his pocket, hot desire in his body, and he has succumbed to the powerful pool of pleasure and he rushes the bible says in a few days he, he's packed <clears throat> and ready to go amen he rushes into the unrestrained ecstasies of the flesh amen anybody know about the flesh Huh? Yes, 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 yes. The flesh is the most dangerous enemy that we have. If you want to see your biggest enemy, find a mirror. Find a mirror, look in it, and you will most assuredly discover who you have your most problems with. I discovered that my biggest enemy is the same height I am. He, he has the same taste I have. He can wear my clothes, my shoes, and everything. He, 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 he's just like me. The flesh. And you have to be careful as a Christian with the flesh. See, the flesh will talk to you. Is, is there a witness in here tonight? Any, anybody ever heard the flesh talk to you? Huh? Yeah, the flesh will talk to you. The, the flesh will tell you, take these handcuffs off me. These handcuffs off me. Look how long it's been since I done that. <clears throat> you, you, you don't even have to worry about me doing that no more. Take these handcuffs off me. And the minute you take restraint off the flesh, there it goes. Amen. 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 And so... So I wanted you to see him. He's got cold cash. He's got hot desires. And he is rushing unrestrained to by the flesh into the far country. Amen. The father, the father, the father. 
amazingly gives his son the freedom to make wrong choices. He, he gives his son the freedom to make wrong choices. He loves this boy so much till he allows him even to hurt himself. I wonder if you've ever, as a parent, as a parent, I wonder if you've ever had to stand back and watch your child. Huh? Because you love them, you've talked to them, you've prayed for them, you've prayed with them, you've, you've done everything to try to steer them on the right course. And yet, despite everything you've done, all you can do is just sit back and watch them head down a way that you know at the end of the road they're going to hurt themselves. Amen. Now, this, this, understand this scene because not only is the father rejected, but the whole community, the whole village is aware of the young boy and the request that he has made of his father. And so as he packs his stuff, and he's on his way out of town, all of the community dwellers are looking at him. Did you hear what he did? He, he went to his father and, and said to his father that he wished his father was dead. And so every time he would walk by one of the village dwellers, they would turn their back on him and look at him in disgust that he could make such a request of his father. The father does not hesitate. He divides unto him his living. The Bible says, and not many days he took his journey into a far country. Amen. And now he is already lost. He's already lost. He's lost morally. He's lost spiritually. And more importantly, he's lost from himself. So the record is that when he found himself at the pig pen, he came to himself, which means that prior to that, he was not himself when he left home. You know, I like that part. Let me put a nickel in this meter because that reminds me of me. I don't want to talk about you. I want to talk about me. There was a time in my life that now I can look back on and say I had not come to myself. Uh, <laughs> some of the stuff I done. Oh no, ain't no way in the world you can convince me that that was me. Yeah, 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 yeah. He 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 had not. He had. He was not himself. And life is designed so that every once in a while it takes a little adversity 
Amen. Takes a little sickness. It takes a little misfortune. It takes a little shake up in your life to help you find yourself. Amen. Amen. See, see this young man didn't find himself until he had gone all the way from the palace to the peak pen. Took his journey into a far country where he was alien, alienated from God, alienated from his friends, alienated from his surroundings, and alienated from his home. Amen. He got so bad till he abandoned his religion trampled on everything that he had been taught. And then the Bible says he began to be in want. He began to be in want. Loss always follows waste. Amen. <laughs> you can waste all your money if you want to. But there's a day coming you're going to want it. Amen. You can waste your influence, but there's a day coming. You wish you had it. You can waste your health. Amen. But one day there's a day coming. You're going to wish you had it. Loss always follows waste. The record is that when this young man wasted his substance, in riotous living, when he wasted that which had been given to him, a famine arose and he began to be in want. Now, famines are still rising in the world. Amen. It might not be an economic famine. Amen. It may be a famine of health. Amen. It may be a famine going on within your home, in your community. This young man had gone to the far country, and no doubt when he got there, he received a warm welcome. He, he, he arrived as the prince of an eastern rich man. I, I see him with his diamond necklaces, gold bracelets. Amen. And so the far country welcomed him with open arms. See, when you don't need anything, huh? you can always get anything that you want. If, if you have a car, you can always get a ride. Amen. And if you have some money, somebody will always loan you some money. But don't let it get around that you're broke. Don't, don't let it get around <clears throat> that you're broke and the story is different. Amen. Amen. The phone don't ring too much <laughs> uh, when you're broke. Uh, people that used to stay in contact with you Seem, seem to lose your number. You know we got this thing called caller ID. They seem to lose your number if you're broke. This, this young man uh, 
brought, done harm not only to his body, but everything else he had. Amen. And, and so as a result of it, he found himself in a critical condition. Amen. And, and, and so when it comes to the place that you can no longer go to the bar and set everybody up. Amen. It comes to the place that, 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 that you can't sponsor everybody. Amen. The world is through with you. Amen. Amen. And so if you look around you today, you'll discover many a young man and many a young woman. And they will tell you if they were honest that as long as things were going well, they couldn't sleep for the phone ringing. They had to be at every party. But when they had wasted it all, when the famine of health struck, the telephone didn't ring anymore. Amen. And so this young man was reduced to a very shameful level. It really takes a Jew a Jew to tell you his true condition. He is, has tied himself, first of all, to a Gentile master. And secondly, he has to work every day among swine. Amen. And so there he, he sits. He sits. He sits there hungry. He sits there full of an experience and a wisdom that he has gained from all of his trials. He's sitting there thinking about it. He's hungry now and realizing that he had come all the way from a palace down to a pig pen. And the situation, the, the record is this, the record is this, that he began to be in want. And when it comes to survival, when it comes to survival, you'll do some things that you wouldn't normally do when it comes to survival. Amen. Amen. And so he says, I got to get a job. Got to get a job. And, and, and the only job that he could find was a job that took him contrary to everything that he believed in. He is so hungry. As a matter of fact, the Bible says that he would have, if he could have, traded places with the pigs. He would have eaten what they were eating. Now, here, here's, here's what's interesting about this. He got in this condition chasing freedom. Can I talk about freedom a minute? See, a whole lot of people are confused about freedom. Freedom does not mean you can do everything you want to do. That ain't freedom. That's slavery. Amen. Freedom, real freedom, means to be free from doing what you want to do. Oh, yeah. See, and once you get free, you got to fight to stay free. Amen. 
For, for there is an enemy, there is an adversary, the one who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Amen. And even though you get free, though you've joined the church and you've been in the church a while, don't think that the devil has given up on you. Don't think that the devil has declared where well, they didn't join New Mission, you know, and they're in the choir and they come in the church every Sunday. Ain't nothing I can do with them. No, the devil says, I'll go to church with you. Uh, he, he does not give up on us. Amen. You be careful whatever you do with your freedom. Amen. Be careful with your freedom. And so the freedom, now here's the irony. His freedom becomes his prison. Huh? His freedom becomes his prison. Amen. Amen. He, 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 he has now become imprisoned by the very thing that he was chasing. A amen. Amen. Yeah. He, he, and now the Bible says at this time in his life, in this position, in this condition, this is when he comes to himself. Yeah. This is when he comes to himself. This is when his eyes are open. Amen. God has to let some folk go awful long before their eyes get open. Amen. Amen. And so he has come to himself. He has come to himself. He's hit the wall. He's, he's hit the bottom. Amen. He's hit the bottom and found out the rock that's at the bottom. Amen. He has come to himself. Amen. And so Jesus now tells this story. Tells this story to let men know that he has faith in men. That he did not believe that man was ultimately sinful and wicked. But the ultimate end of man was to come to God. Amen. Amen. That, that's the ultimate end of mankind is to come to God. You see, my brothers and my sisters, to do wrong is alien with men. And one of these days, the wrongness will disappear. One of these days, selfishness will be wiped out on this globe. And one of these days, wars will come to an end. One of these days, I assure you, peace will prevail. Amen. This young man sits there realizing that he had ended up where he was because of his own folly. Do me a favor and tell your neighbors a neighbor. Uh, we're in the shape we're in. Realizing we did it to ourselves. Amen. Amen. He, he realizes now. I, 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 I put myself in this position. He's sitting there. <clears throat> 
among swine. He has hog feces all around his feet. He smells like swine. Amen. And now he has come to a place where he has to swallow his pride, turn himself around, and that's called repentance. Now that was a word, that was a word when I was a child we used to hear in the church every Sunday. The preacher, the preacher would talk about repentance. Well, we, we don't hear that much in the church anymore. But we need to bring it back. We need to bring back the principle of repentance in the church. Because sometimes what we need to do is stop and turn around. Amen. 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 And so, and so there he is. He, he wanted a freedom, but he's, he wanted freedom at the expense of discipline. Amen. You know what discipline is, don't you? Discipline is doing what needs to be done even when you don't feel like doing it. He wanted freedom at the expense of discipline. Look what he left. He left a happy home. Amen. He left, he left kindness. He left love. He left all of that. And now he's sitting there by himself in rags, tattered clothes, and all of that. And he begins to think. He says, in my father's house. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. He, he says, at home, uh, my father has a wardrobe. My father has all kinds of bracelets. My father has all kinds of jewelry. And here I am, uh, a son of his. My father's house, there is so much more. And here I am hungry. Here I am with no bread. Here I am, I've done wrong. I know I've done wrong. I've disobeyed my father. I'm a violator. Yes, and now I've been wild. I've been reckless. But I'm going back home. Uh, I've done wrong. But I'm going back home. I've been riotous. But I'm going back home. I'm hungry. But I'm going back home. Amen. I'm outdoors. I'm homeless. But I'm going back home. And when I get back home, I'm going to tell my father, Father, when I left here, I kept saying, Gimme. Gimme, 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 gimme. But when I go back home, I'm going to tell her, make me. Make me as one of your hired servants. Amen. I know I've disobeyed you. I know that I shouldn't have done what I've done. But that's what I cannot erase. And so I'm coming back home. Make me as one of your hired servants. Make me one of your laborers. And when he gets there, here's the strange thing. Dr. Bill Jones says that when he's coming down the road, says what he does not understand is, is that his father has been out on the road looking for him. 
His father stands there with one of his servants, looks down the road, and he says, Lord, have mercy. My boy is coming back home. Servant said to him, said, no, that ain't none of your boy. So don't you remember, said, when your boy left him, he was well-dressed. When your boy left here, his hair was combed and neat. When your boy left here, he didn't look nothing like that. But the father said, yes, but you don't see what I see. That's my boy coming back home. The father looks at him and he realizes that that's his son. He leaves the servant and he begins to break custom. For you see, the custom said that it was not right for an old man to run. No, 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 that was out of custom. But the father said, this is one time. I gotta break custom. That's my boy, and he's coming back home. And so he begins to run. He begins to run, and when he gets to the boy, he doesn't hold his nose. When he gets to the boy, he doesn't stand off from him and tell him, go take a bath. But when he gets to the boy, he falls on his neck and he begins to kiss it. That's what I love about God. God will kiss you when you're dirty and nasty. God will hug you when you messed up real good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, that's my boy. Yes, he says, I tell you what, kill the fatted calf. I don't want no hors d'oeuvres. Kill the fatted calf. Set the table. My boy has come back home. It's time to party. We're going to party tonight. He's come back home. My son, who was dead, is now alive. But wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We got to look at this party. Got to look at it. I don't know what we're going to do with this party. What kind of father is this? Huh? You come home, you ain't got a dime in your pocket. You wasted everything you had. Huh? Yeah. You've been with swine. Matter of fact, you've been living like swine. And now you're on the way back home. What kind of way is this to treat a sinner? What kind of father? What kind of love is this? Huh? Who is it that throws parties for sinners? What kind of God is this? Huh? We always thought that if you mess up with God, that he was going to jump down on you and beat you up. But here is the father saying, it's time for a party. Time for a party. My son has come back home. See, we got to learn how he really does love us. He loves us. He doesn't love you when you're right. Matter of fact, most of the time, you ain't never nowhere near right. He loves us in spite of ourselves. 
Yes, 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 yes. I heard a preacher say, if he had not loved you before you was born, he'd have difficulty after. Huh? Yeah. Do you realize how much he has to love us? To put up with us one day. Huh? You know if we get sick of ourselves, God gets sick of us, but he keeps on loving us. Tells them, it's time for the party. It's time for the party. But I love this parable because it's open-ended. It's open-ended. It does not give us an ending. We would love if, we, if it read this way, and the elder brother came in from the field, heard the music, heard the merriment, and asked what happened. And when the servant said, your brother has come back home, we would love it if the Bible says, and the elder brother began to weep. And said, oh, my brother has come back home. I'm so happy. I missed him when he was gone. But that ain't what the Bible said. No, no, the Bible doesn't say that. The Bible says he didn't go into the party because he has problems with the party. But his father comes out of the party and says to him, you know that you are always with me. Everything I have belongs to you. But the elder brother said, listen, I got problems with this. I ain't waste my substance. I stayed at home. Every day you knew right where I was. Every day I labored for you. You ain't gave me no party. Let me ask you something. How you feel when other folk get blessed? How many times have you consciously and unconsciously asked God, when am I going to get my stuff? Come on, somebody. Huh? Yeah, you know, it ain't easy to be happy when other folk get blessed. Ah, oh, Lord have mercy. I, I said, I said it ain't always easy when somebody else gets the blessing. You, you really got to, you really got to grow in the Lord then. This boy said, I got problems. I got problems with this party. And the text says, the text does not put him in the party. The text leaves him outside of the party. Amen. And the party goes on. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Because the father has an unusual love. The father has an astonishing love. The father has a one-of-a-kind love. See, the father loves folk me and you wouldn't put up with. Huh? I don't know what it is about him, but he chooses folk that we would most uh, see. He, 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 we draw a circle and shut folk out. He draws a circle and takes folk in. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
that's, that's his lost and found. Amen. Yeah. And the young boy comes back and he receives that kind of welcome. And I can't help but wonder, what did he do? Uh, <laughs> I wish the chapter 16 kept the story going. See, what I want to know is, how long did he stay home? Huh? I mean, the far country is still out there. How many of you know the far country is still out there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's the, I know it's 2018, but the far country is still out there. And, and I don't know if you know it or not, but the far country is expanding. They, they opening up some new stuff. Huh? They got strip clubs. Huh? Yeah, yeah. They, 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 they are expanding. They, they, they're growing in, in their popularity. Matter of fact, some folk that used to be in church on Sunday are inhabiting the far country. Paul says, Demas has forsaken me, having loved this present world. The world is a beautiful place, but the world is a dangerous place. Yeah. I wonder how long he stayed. I wonder how long he remained at home. But I know how I'd like to hear it in. That he learned from his experience in the far country. See, all of us have had our experiences. But God doesn't expect us to come back from them the same way. Huh? As a matter of fact, I, it may sound strange, but I've learned to thank God for my time in the far country. Huh? Don't nobody have to tell me about the far country. I graduated. And I graduated summa cum laude. <laughs> Was any of y'all in my class? <laughs> I know we try to keep it a secret, but come on, tell the truth in here. Was anybody in my class? Lord have mercy. Amen. Yeah. I thank God for it. Thank God for it. Yes, indeed. It. And I wouldn't take nothing for my journey now. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. I can witness the folk who are still out there. And it's some folk out there older than I am. 
and they ain't left yet. Still out there. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah, that's God's lost and found. Amen. He made his way back. We made our way back. Amen. <laughs> we made our way back. Praise his holy name. Praise his holy name. If you got some sons, some daughters, some relatives, some friends, don't give up on them. Keep on praying for them. Keep on praying for them. God can reach them. Even in a far country. Amen. Amen. Our churches are full of people who made it back. Praise the Lord. Amen. That we made it back. Amen. Amen. Would you stand? The doors of the church are open.